Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now, back to the Morning Roast with Bonte and Shasky. Shasky out. Spadoni out. Spadoni get well. Shasky's all good. But Lovman's holding it down. It's got the video. Look at Lovman. It's got the red hair flowing. This guy's in his element. It's in his bag right now. By the way, download the free Odyssey app and listen to 95.7 The Game wherever you go. Catch every single Warriors game live on the app along with all the music and news the Bay Area needs. Catch amazing interviews you missed too. Absolutely incredible. It is incredible, including Steve Kerr last night when he joined Willard and Dibs. We'll get into Steve Kerr. And to go to State Warriors in the 8 o'clock hour, 8 o'clock hour. But I want to continue to roll here. 888-957-9570. I want to roll on the Niners. Now, Loveman's got something for me. You got something for me, right? Yeah, no, again, I, I teased some of the last segment. Yeah, I think that we're talking about all the awards that could be settled here. You know, does, does Brock Purdy lock up the uh, off, you know, MVP? Can Christian McCaffrey lock up the off- Offensive Player of the Year? But I think the other the other big award... I want to keep an eye on. It's the coach of the year, Bonte. Nobody's now, talking about that. No one's talking about the coach of the year because no one's really talking about Kyle Shanahan as much this year. And I think that's a good thing, too, because in the past we talked about Kyle Shanahan. It's usually out of uh, a, a, a vein of frustration with him. Right. But this year, again, Baldy said the other day he's just been in his bag when it comes to his play calling this year. And something I've been kind of chewing on this week is... You know, people try to. We all know that this 49ers offense is a beast, right? Mm-hmm. 30.4 points, points a game. Mm-hmm. They are chewing up opposing defenses and spinning them out like they're sunflower right. seeds. Like they're having you. their way. Look at but, you. So it's 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 no secret. The 49ers offense is very very good. Now there's some debate as to why. You know, a lot of people like to say it's because of Brock Purdy, but of course there's those other people out there who like to say that Brock is just a product right. of a system. You plug him in and play, and you're good to go. But here's the thing, though. If you're going to go with that strain of thought, which I disagree with, but if you're going to go with that train right. of thought, if you're going to take that credit away from Brock Purdy, it has to go somewhere. You have to route that credit Why somewhere. Why not Kyle Shanahan? Why not route it to the creator of this system and Kyle Shanahan? If Brock Purdy really is a product of the system, this system is pretty freaking dynamic. It's one of the best I, systems I, in the NFL. Who is the architect of this I, system? I 100% agree with you, Lutman. 100% agree with you. I think you were spot on there. If Brock Purdy's not going to get his due, which is idiotic when you think about it, but whatever, there's going to be people like Nick Wrong who's going to think that Brock Purdy is not even the most valuable player on his team mm-hmm. or like the fifth most valuable player on his own offense, whatever. That's his opinion. 
That's not our opinion. We know Brock is really, really good. We've seen it every week. But but if you want to go with that mindset, you're spot on. And I do believe this has been Kyle Shanahan's best coaching season with the 49ers. Now, 2021 was really good. 2019 is good. He's had some really good years. This year, to me, has been his best. It's another level. And, yeah, I do think a part of that is – well, not a part of it. A main part of it is Brock Purdy. Right. Because, again, when people say, oh, you plug any quarterback into the system and win, uh, I mean, we've kind of seen from the first six years yeah. of Kyle Shannon, that's not necessarily the case. I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo had a lot of success here. This is not to come down Jimmy's road. I always enjoyed his time here at the Niners. But that was like if you have a Lamborghini but you're driving it through a school zone. you got to go 25. You know, and that's not as fun. I mean, sure, it's cool. You know, the Lambo mm-hmm. looks cool. The kid's like, oh, what a nice car. But you're still going 25 in it. When you got Brock Purdy, though, you're going, you know, 125 down the freeway, which you shouldn't do, people. Don't speed. It's bad. But you're zooming in that Lamborghini with Brock Purdy. So, no, it's it's not just a plug-and-play system because this this offensive system, it's not the yeah. same under any other quarterback. I, I wonder, now, who's coaching better than Shanahan right now? 888-957-9570. Who is coaching better than Shanahan? Because on the other sideline, John Harbaugh deserves credit. He deserves votes for coach of the year. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're in and you're out just with how good he is. No doubt. Mike McDaniel is going to get some love for the Miami Dolphins, but they really haven't beaten anybody. And they played the Dallas Cowboys this Sunday. I'm very intrigued to see how that game plays out. Sean McDermott, Buffalo, they're starting to come along, but they've lost a lot of games they should have won. They were already favored to win the AFC East. They're a Super Bowl contender who's, at this point, underachieved. Mike McCarthy, give me a break. Eh, no. Dan Campbell, eh. There's some, there's Good some story. Nice. Good story. Did he not win it last year? Or is that someone else who won last year? No, who won Coach of the Year last year? Let me look that up while we go through the other coaches. But why not Kyle Shanahan? He's got all of his weapons. They're averaging over 30 points a game. The defense is still humming. I know they slipped up a little bit last week, but the offense has carried the defense this season. And the offense is able to complement the defense in a way that they weren't able to in 2019, 2021, and 2022. So why not Kyle Shanahan for Coach of the Year? Really? Yeah. He's as good of a candidate as it was Brian Dable. Who Brian Dable yes, yeah. last year with the New York Giants? Yeah. And they snuck into the wild card game and got smoked by the Eagles in the second round. Yeah. It feels like we give these Coach of the Year awards to teams. Like, like D'Amico Ryan's going to get a lot of love. Yeah. He, del- think, he deserves it with the Houston Texans. Yeah, it was the, the guy in, uh, in, in Cleveland, my guy, Stefanski. Oh, Kevin Stefanski. He's, he started like 15 different quarterbacks or something this year, and he still got them in, in playoff contention. But I, I don't like, even know if he's the best coach on his team. Jim Swartz may be the better coach on his team. He might not. I mean, again, he might even be the best coach in his own division because of John Harbaugh. So you look at this... It feels like the coach of the year, it's basically just devolved into this who whose team came in looking really, really bad and then played like better than we expected. Right. Like, like I feel like that's or like a rookie head coach who had, you know, a better than expected season. That's, see, like, that's not right. I don't that's think not that's a right. coach of the year. I think coach of the year's Who's the coach that had the best year? Now, you can have the best year by turning, you know, a pile of dog poo into a great right. football team. Like, D'Amico Ryan's kind of has done this year. No, he has. D'Amico's been great. Yeah, so, I mean, I want to take away from that. But at the same time, like, what Kyle Shanahan's done, like, no other coach is putting together the, the performance, the play-calling performance, the play-design performance that Kyle Shanahan has this Look, year. Hypothetically, if the Niners of last season had to play the Niners of this year, this year's version, this season's version of the 49ers who beat last year's version by 10 points or more. They'd beat it by 10 points or more. The quarterback's better. The tight end's as productive as ever. Debo Samuel's fresher. Ayuk is taking another step. This team is taking another step. I believe this team is a lot better than last year's team. 
Again, I believe last year's team would get smoked by this version of the 49ers by 10-plus points. And it's not even close. And that's a testament to Shanahan. Think about the first game of the season. First drive of the year in Pittsburgh. It's a fourth and two or whatever. A fourth and three, fourth and two. There was no doubt about it. Shanahan said, I got Brock Purdy as my quarterback. I'm going for it. And he hits Kittle in the flat. Boom, first down. You go up 7 nothing. Mm-hmm. Shanahan's aggressiveness has been a lot better. Now, a couple clock management situations here. Um, what game was that? Tampa Bay? Yeah, was that was, Seattle I with the clock management Seattle, at the end yeah. of the first half? Yeah, when they were Seattle, yeah, against yep. Seattle, they were trying to have that aggressive drive there, and they kind of sputtered out there. Yeah, that they didn't use the timeout there at the end of the first half against Drew Lock and company. I feel what they, was it uh, Minnesota too was another one where there was some kind of choppy clock. Or no, that was at Cleveland. One of the two losses. Cleveland, where they had the three pass attempts. Yeah, with that's three, the one it was. They, they, three, 16 seconds. They Gave burned the 16 really seconds. Quick, yeah, then no Cleveland doubt. kicked that field yep. goal, which yep. put them up. Yeah, so there's there's that. T- I mean, it comes down to a point where it's like. When you look around the league, Ponte, is there any other coach you would rather have over Kyle Shanahan right now? Would people rather have John Harbaugh than Kyle Shanahan? I don't think so. I mean, Harbaugh's had a lot of great, consistent success, but it's just... I feel like most... Like, that's one where it's like, no one talks about the Ravens where it's the system. I feel like it's more definitely on Lamar Jackson, the success the Ravens are having. Again, Harbaugh obviously is is the master, you know, controller there, but... I mean, they made the playoffs last year with TJ Huntley. That's true. And they had a chance to beat the Bengals. Remember, he fumbled at the goal line, and the Bengals returned it for 100 yards and won the football game. Bengals are in the AC Championship. Baltimore was right there despite the slew of injuries, they, uh, the plethora of injuries they suffered last season. True. And I but, guess, I, but me personally, I'm not taking a coach over Shanahan you know, right now. Maybe the only one you could pick is Andy Reid just because he's he's the most established probably right now. Uh, it feels weird that we don't even say Bill Belichick. I was at this just going to say that. Uh, it, that how how far he's fallen. I I don't want to believe that Belichick's done. I think if he goes somewhere else, you know, with that's got better a better situation than what he has in New England. But that's neither here or ne- here nor there right now. But yeah, I mean, you got the old guard and Andy Reid. That that might be it though. I, I mean, tell you, I tell you who else is going to be a candidate for Coach of the Year. You mentioned D'Amico Ryan's, but also looking at division to look at Shane Steichen of the Indianapolis Colts. He has Minshew Magic in first place in the AFC South. The Indianapolis Colts go to Atlanta, and they right now are in first place in the AFC South. Wow. Shane Steichen. So you got D'Amico Ryan, Shane Steichen. I think Dan Campbell's going to get some love. It's a very deep coach of the year field, actually, this Mike year. Mike McDaniel's going to get love. Who else? Mike right. McCarthy, maybe, maybe. But, I mean, he might get, like, a vote or two. There's no way. I mean, the, the, the guys you mentioned before him are far more qualified to, to win the award you, this you year. You mentioned Kevin S- S- Stefanski. Stefanski. Yeah. yeah I don't, I don't I, part know. of it is just it's such a deep field this year. Right. I mean, there's going to be a lot of snubs. I feel like Dan Campbell might be the hardest one to pick against right now just because, again, the story's so good. Uh, we saw him in Hard Knocks last year. He really kind of announced his presence there. And it's just right. been... It started last year. I feel like it's kind of you know gone into this year in terms of the, the success that the Lions been having under him. Um, like Dan Campbell, it's almost like if you're making him coach the year, it's not so much for uh, the X's and O's right. as much, which they are good, but it's more just the the attitude and the culture from opening night, the yeah. win against Kansas City that set the tone for the year. Like a big part of coaching is the 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 attitude and the culture that. You you disseminate throughout your team the the so in that sense yeah Dan Campbell he might be better than any other 
coach in that sense because of just well, the, the 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 great kind of feelings he's he's great he's got he's generated around that team. Here's another thing I'm looking at when it comes to John Harbaugh, and you think about his longevity and his tenure with the Baltimore Ravens. Are we getting set for a tenure like that with Kyle Shanahan? Because Harbaugh's been there since 08. He's got the one Super Bowl. He's got the one Super Bowl against the 49ers, I know. He's got a lot of playoff appearances. He's missed the playoffs four times since 08. Think about that run. Think about that run. This guy has coached the Ravens to the playoffs in 10 of his 14 seasons. That's impressive. But you look at the longevity just within that division. Mike Tomlin, you're hearing a lot of heat out there in Pittsburgh. This may be it for him with the way they faded and the way their receivers aren't blocking and people aren't playing well. They're not playing hard. But Kyle Shanahan, I never thought he was on a hot seat. I never did. I never thought he would get fired. There were some questionable decisions. But think about his job security with the 49ers. And it's insane to me that he may become the longest tenure coach in a very long time. I mean, Bill Walsh lasted, what, 10 years? George Seifert didn't last that long. Moots was about four to five years. Harbaugh lasted to four years. I think we're getting ready for a John Harbaugh-like run with Kyle Shanahan, and I don't think anybody discusses that much here. And he's been that good, and he deserves it. Think about what he's done with the 49ers, turning them into, an ex- turning them into a contender from an expansion team. All the talent they have, the great draft picks him and Sean Lynch have put together. And don't don't forget to give credit to Adam Peters as well. I don't know. Harbaugh's been really, really good. I think you, there's something to be said about the longevity there, especially for Kyle. Uh, I mean, yeah, he's he's fifth uh, in uh, all-time games coaches uh, for the Niners right now. He's got 100 games one. coached. Right now, number one is, you could probably take a guess, it's Bill Walsh. Uh, but he's at 100 right now. Mm-hmm. The next guy he's going to pass is uh, Dick Nolan, who Dick did Nolan. 112 games. Mm-hmm. Uh, Buck Shaw, the 49ers' first coach, he's yeah. 114 games. Kyle Shanahan's going to pass both those guys next year. Wow. So at the end of next year, he'll have the third most games coached ever behind Walsh's 152. He's got a while to go there. And then George Seifert's 128. Two more years, Kyle Shanahan, second longest tenure yeah. coach by games coached in franchise history. And yeah, at this point... With what he's got set up right now, with the personnel he's got set up right mm-hmm. now, with the culture he's got set up right now. Because remember, part of the reason that Jim Harbaugh was kind of forced out of the Niners was that the attitude within the building, it wasn't very good. It was kind of toxic. Right. At it the was end. terrible. Um, you know, like guys were not getting along there. Uh, Balky and Harbaugh, they were going at it mm-hmm. with each other. There was dissent in there. You don't have that with. With the Niners right now under Kyle Shannon. It's been very serene. He actually kind of talked about this in his Monday conference call where he kind of talked about the the culture that he has and he credited it to the players. Here's what he had to say about that. What we have here is 1,000% based off of just the people that are in this building. We're pre- we were presented a very good opportunity by the Yorks to be able to make those decisions and try to get the right people in here to build a culture. And our culture is 100% off the people in this building and you go back to our early years and some of those big draft picks our first year especially being george that first year fred the second year i want to say we got debo in here the third year um but even guys like ross dwelly guys like um you know bringing in juice Dre greenlaw I mean, there's so many guys who have been the type of character that we look for. And when, when you do hit on those guys and you get those guys here, it's really cool for younger guys to come in and see kind of how things are done. And you don't have to talk as much as we used to when we got here because they just they watch guys like that do it the right way and they try to emulate them because they know how successful they've been on the field. And like John Harbaugh, Kyle Shanahan hasn't lost the locker room. Think about all the turbulent times over the last five years with this football team. 
Think about 2021. It all started with the quarterback position, whether or not Shanahan trusted Jimmy Garoppolo, and we know Shanahan didn't really trust him, which drove us all crazy because it's like, go get your guy, go get your guy. Well, he fell into his guy with Brock Purdy. But they had some rocky starts, two and four. You know, four-game losing streak in 2021. You know, last year it was Operation 4-4 four and four going into the bye week. And it's like, can you stabilize the season? Shanahan deserves credit, and it's a testament to the culture. It's a testament to the character of his players. He has not lost that locker room. They play hard for this guy. I mean, they play a physical brand of football. He demands a lot. He demands a lot. Like, think about just the Ayuk situation alone. Brandon Ayuk didn't even start the 2021 season. Trent Sherfield starting in Detroit. We're all going crazy. Like, what the heck is going on with Brandon Ayuk? And we see a lot of wide receivers. We see a lot of young players just get down on themselves and say, you know what, screw this. I'm in a doghouse. I'm not going to play hard. I'm going to go the opposite direction. Get me out of here. But it said it's a testament to this team, to this culture, and they brought the best out of Brandon Ayuk. They brought the best out of Debo Samuel. The, the way they handled the Debo Samuel situation, Debo did everything to get traded, scrubbing the Niners from social media, discussing the Niners in a way that drove me crazy, drove you crazy, drove the 49er fans crazy. And they stuck with the young man. They gave him the money. And even last year when he came into this regular season out of shape, they didn't panic. They stuck with the kid. They stuck with Debo. They make the bold moves, you know, and bring in players into this locker room who are good for the culture. So you got to give Shanahan credit for that. You have to give John Lynch credit for that. They have built the bully brick by brick, but with high character guys. Yeah. And that was and that was something that Jed York wanted after all the hardball situations with all the it wasn't just hardball, but it was the players that they had with Alden Smith, you know, obviously Ahmed Brooks. And of course, worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can Put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Bruce Miller at fullback and some of the things he did. Yeah, you did, that was part of it. You had some kind of you had some knuckleheads back on that team, but this is where with Kyle again, you you talk about like, like, like what he said at the what Peter King said at the end. Those guys when they got in there, Kyle Shanahan, the the, the GM, I think. The part of the success he's had, obviously, is the talent that he's found. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, finding guys like Kittle, finding guys like Warner, finding guys right. like Debo, finding guys like Brock at the back of the draft. These are not high picks. Yeah, those. I mean, yeah, he found them deep within the draft. Those are all third right. you know, round picks or later. So it's not just the fact that he's finding these talented players later who are really good on the football field. A big part of it is because you could find talented players at any round of the draft. It's one thing to find talented players. It's another thing to find talented players who aren't jerks. And that's why you got guys like yep. Kittle, guys like Fred Warner, a guy who, you know, if you're looking for a jersey to buy, that's the jersey you go for, because that's a guy you can believe in in Fred Warner. Guys like Debo Samuel, these tone setters who, when they're in the locker room, that's the yep. example that you follow. Yep. Those are the guys you fall in line behind. So you talk about guys like Brand Ayuk when he's in the doghouse. You know, the reason that it's it's the reason he's not going to just be like, oh, well, screw it. I'm going to do things my way or the highway. It's because you're not going to do that when you have a guy like Debo mm-hmm. Samuel saying, no, you got to earn your keep. Right. You got a guy like George Kill saying, hey, man, this is how things we, we do things here. You got to play your way onto the field. You got to understand how we do things here. You can't do things yep. your own way. And Peter King mentioned at the end when you have that, basically, guys come in, they right. know the culture, they know what's expected of them. You create that template, Fonte. Yep. You create that template where you start plugging guys in and the culture, they, they become one with the culture right, right away within this lock. In. They all buy in think right about away. All the, think about all the players that he has. And he's got some personalities who I'm sure want the ball. But everybody's happy on this offense. Mm-hmm. You know, Brendan Ayuk doesn't complain when he only gets four targets in a football game. Nope. Debo has to complain when he's been forced to run block. Mm-mm. George Kittle, we all know about his situation. He's forced in the block at times. He can't run the routes that he wants to run. Hasn't really complained. Just no. says, you know what? I'm going to do my job. Sometimes I love run blocking. Kyle Juszczyk sometimes doesn't play, depending on the game plan. No complaints. No complaints. I think he's done a great job of spreading the ball around and keeping all these dudes happy. You haven't heard a peep from this offense. They just go out there and do their job. And when you know a team is bought in, it's when you see the first play against the Seattle Seahawks and Christian McCaffrey going down to the goal line and Brandon Ayuk is deep down the field blocking for Christian McCaffrey. And McCaffrey's pointing at him saying, that's what we do. That's what we do. Think about the first long touchdown run for Christian McCaffrey in the third quarter against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Who is downfield blocking? Brandon Ayuk. He's turned it into a complete wide receiver. You don't get that if guys don't buy in. No, not a lot of, not a lot of receivers like to run block, really, because the reason a lot of guys become receivers right. is because they don't want to have to block. They don't want to have to get physical. You know, they mm-hmm. they don't want to have to hit people and tackle people. And you don't see that in the because, again, that's the mindset that's been instilled from day one. It's all about the complete... You, know, you have to play a 100% complete game here with the Niners. I think that's probably why, guys, it's so easy for them to buy in. It's a level of complete football that right. if you play this game, that's what you love. You mm-hmm. love that full completeness of that of that team out there, of that unit out there. Yep. And when you, when you have that, like winning does cure all, but winning the way the Niners do... It's so much fun, and I think it's so much easier to right. take a step back, maybe give a little in terms of what production you're getting, in terms mm-hmm. of what touches you're getting, because you know you're going to get a lot back, not just in terms of winning, which is always good, but right. at some point, the pendulum's going to swing back, where yep. you know someone else is going to have their touches limited, and you're going to get more of those touches. Mm-hmm. And when you understand just the the that whole dynamic that the Kyle Shanahan has established, right. 
it just it makes all the more sense why you have to. It comes back to no. like what he has built here. That is what coaches of the year do. Shen- Shanahan, Lynch. But Shanahan deserves more love for coach of the year. If we're going to talk about John Harbaugh, if we're going to talk about Mike McDaniel, D'Amico Ryans, Shanahan has been as impressive as all these guys. They have a they have a guy in Brock Purdy, and Brock Purdy may have he may be really a third round pick. Who knows? I mean, he's outplayed his draft status. There's no doubt about it. But the fact that he's helped elevate Brock Purdy to a level. Where, yes, Brock Purdy's been good. He deserves a lot of the credit. But look at the way this offense is attacking. This is old school Niner football. The way they're dissecting defenses. They dropped 45 on the Arizona Cardinals and could have dropped 60. They really could have. If they wanted to. I mean, they are blowing teams out of the water. Six straight touchdowns on six straight possessions. And Kyle Shanahan allowing his quarterback to be aggressive. Calling the plays to get the balls into his playmaker's hands. Why not Shanahan for coach of the year? I mean, as fans, 888-957-9570. These awards, do these awards mean anything to you? Coach of the Year, MVP, DPOY, OPOY, all pro teams. Do you care about these, these awards or is it just about number six? And you know what I mean by number six. I'm not talking about jersey numbers. I'm talking about that Lombardi. Is that all that matters? I mean, it's definitely the one that matters the most, but I like those awards because it's just fun to see your guys getting honored. You know, like when you see Brock collecting that MVP trophy, it's like, yeah, that's our QB I mean, right there. You no, know, but nobody's talked about Shanahan being coach of the year. It's kind of no. mind-boggling to me. Especially when you consider all the times we've spent burying Shanahan right. here. Like, again, I'm, I'm one of them. I've been guys. I'm one of those people. I was very skeptical of Shanahan for the longest time because it's just so many times you've seen him on the biggest stage just kind of gack things away. And, you know, that's kind of been... His, his overall kind of legacy to right. me so far. It's a lot of great, but you're not getting that final step. This year, I mean, again, time will tell whether he does right. do that, but at this point, it's like you can't shake a stick at literally anything Kyle's done this year. I got a question for everybody after the consultant and, uh, who's driving to Las Vegas right now. Let's get to the consultant. Hopefully he's driving safely down to Vegas. wonder what's going on in Vegas, man. Hell of a weekend to go to Vegas, consultant. <laughs> man, thank you, and Thank, thank you for the, you know, I'm going to drop. Uh, thank you for the Odyssey app for keeping me awake, listening to you guys <laughs> on the drive. So uh, that's pretty awesome. No, look, man, just two things. One, I, I just want to make it really clear. I want the Niners to win this game. I am a diehard Niners fan. With everything that we've talked about, with the Super Bowl loss against Baltimore, you know, you replaying that, that clip, just this entire season being magical and us wanting to just, stomp every great team. I want them to win. But I just want to nuance it, man, because, you know, you, you talked about if we lose, what happens on Monday. This Niners team has nothing to prove to me. Like, they've proven it to me that they are the best team in football, and if they have a bad game, I'm not jumping ship. It doesn't matter how they look, this game goes. They are my team, and they got nothing to prove. So, right. I want them to win, but if they don't, they got – this is not like push the panic button for me. And the second thing – I do want to say, I think the Niners are getting disrespected on the spread, man. This is the best constructed team in probably about 30 years in terms mm-hmm. of just superstars on offense and defense. They should be favored by more than seven at home wow. every single game. Wow. There's not a team that can compete. Now, don't get me wrong, Baltimore is a good team, but this is a historically built roster. Again, because they've got, when my, in my opinion, one of the top two quarterbacks in the league making $850,000. That is Christian McCaffrey, Fred Warner, and Nick Bosa combined money in one quarterback who's playing top two in the league. They should win by 
by they should be favored by more than seven. And that's why I'm going to Vegas. I'm going to drop some money in my Niners, baby. There we go. There we go. Go ahead, do your thing. Happy holidays to your consultant. Drive safely there. He feels disrespected by the Fred spread. The Ravens feel disrespected by the spread. They're not happy by being underdogs. Consultants like, yo, we should be eight seven point underdogs. I love that energy. That might be a call of the week uh, nominee right there. Let me ask everybody this. This is going to be interesting. 888-957-9570. This is a great litmus test. I wish we could ask this question. I wish we would ask this question during the bye week. But here we are with Ravens week. You have the choice right now to build your football team. You have the choice right now to build your football team. I offer you two situations. I give you Lamar Jackson, John Harbaugh, Kyle Shanahan, Brock Purdy. Ooh, that's a tough one. Who are you taking? Ooh. You taking Harbaugh, Lamar Jackson? Or are you taking Shaney and Purdy? Uh, I feel you like... start your franchise with a quarterback and head coach. And these are two of the best quarterbacks and two of the best head coaches in all of football. You want to throw Andy Reid and Mahomes into this? Fine. You want to throw McDaniel and Tua Tungavailoa into this? Fine. But I'm going to take Harbaugh and Lamar Jackson or Shanahan or Purdy in this situation, in this exercise. Who are you taking? Shanahan and Purdy or Lamar and Harbaugh? I think off, just off the top and not to sound like a homer here, I would probably side slightly with Shanahan and Purdy. And a big part of that is, I mean, this is we're talking about who we're building a franchise around. So we're starting from scratch. These are the two you have to start. Mm. So obviously what comes next is who you put around them. And I think that's where I would give Kyle a slight edge over John Harbaugh in that, you know, Kyle Shanahan, I mean, obviously John Lynch, the general manager, but Kyle Shanahan is the guy who's deciding what players are on this team. Kyle Shanahan is deciding what players Niners draft, you know, right. when, when the draft comes around. John Lynch, he's getting the contracts together. He's he's more or less a, an eye daughter and a T-crosser in, in that sense. So in, in that sense, I would probably lean slightly to Kyle Shanahan simply in the fact that he has that team-building aspect that I think mm-hmm. we've kind of slept on in the past, but this year you're really seeing just – you're, you're, you're seeing the results really pay off for Kyle Shanahan this right. year in his team building. So it's more, yeah, so I'd probably take Shanahan and Purdy in that sense, more because just what Shanahan right. gives you a little bit more over John Harbaugh. That's a, that's a hell of a question. Who are you taking right now? You build a franchise, and you got head coaches. you got these two head coaches and these two quarterbacks. And I say, well, you can build your team right now. There's a Lamar Jackson, a former league MVP, a guy who's good. He's going to break the Russian record for quarterbacks, and he, hell, he already has. Uh, he's going to run. He damn near may run for another thousand yards this year, and I need about two hundred sixty yards, I believe, to do that. Lamar Jackson, John Harbaugh, Kyle Shanahan, or Brock Purdy, who you're taking? Or even just a side question here. You know, it'd be really fun. We don't need to get this, but imagine if you just you switched it up. Imagine it was Harbaugh and Purdy, and then Shanahan, Lamar. How fun would that be? Well. We, we discussed discuss that in the offseason, trading for Lamar because we didn't know about Brock Purdy's elbow. And Lamar Jackson was lingering in the offseason. And the Ravens basically, not John Harbaugh, but the Ravens basically dared Lamar Jackson to go find a deal elsewhere. It was tantalizing to have him come here. Can you imagine Lamar with Shanahan? That would Ooh. be nasty. Oh, my God. How many? I feel like if you're a defensive coordinator, you just got to quit. Like, I don't want to have to go against that. But that's not the question, Love. No, that is not the Shanahan question. Shanahan Purdy, Harbaugh, Lamar. 
I feel like, again, another reason I would maybe go Shanahan in Purdy is I feel like a lot of people look at Lamar, they see probably a more dynamic player, obviously because, again, how good he is using his legs to do damage to opposing defenses. And especially this year, he's become much more well-rounded where he's not a, he's not looking to run first. He is looking to throw the ball downfield, but he's very good at moving back and forth behind right. the line of scrimmage, finding those open guys. And I think it's very easy to see those highlights of Lamar and be like, that's the guy I want. Because Lamar, he is just a, 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 a dynamic star right. of a player. Brock Purdy, not all that different in a sense. I mean, he doesn't look like the dynamic athlete no. that Lamar Jackson is, but... Purdy could scoot just he as well scoot. as Lamar. Well, no, whoa, 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 whoa. Well, he can't run. His block. pocket presence is probably better than Lamar's, but he ain't scooting like Lamar well, not, Jackson. But they got they got similar, you know, ten yard splits. They can oh, both no, burst don't, up. Don't, fine. Lamar's no, no, got no, the, the longer. Hey, by the way, that was fake news. That was what was that that you saw that from David Lombardi? Oh, really? Did we get we get yeah, fake news did on that yeah, one? That, that, the oh, well, then never mind. I have to retract that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Retract that. Yeah, don't 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 believe everything you see. Come on. He ain't way scooting go, like way Lamar to go, Jackson. Elon. Way to let it's that not, one through. Like, I love Brock Purdy's mobility. I love the way he improvs out of the pocket. He ain't no Lamar when it comes to no, scooting. He, I'm no, sorry. He's, not, he's no Lamar when it comes to scooting, but he's, a, but he's no Jimmy G, though. No, he can move, either. but you he know, ain't Lamar Purdy is very in terms of that. underrated in how nimble he is. No, he, in he is. Years. But no, I mean, he's not Lamar levels. I, no, I want to get that true. Yeah, no, he's no he's, Lamar he's levels, but it's enough to where it's like... The drop-off isn't enough for me to think that I'm still going to go Harbaugh over Lamar. I'm still sticking with Shanahan right. over Purdy just because whatever right. drop-off you I, get from Lamar to Purdy isn't uh, enough for me to really go the other way on, on, uh, according, on according to Twitter, that was stolen from Reddit, but we can get into that a little bit later. Let's go to Brendan and Fremont. Brendan and Fremont, I give you Shanahan, Purdy, or Lamar Harbaugh. Who you taking? Oh, I'm taking Shanahan Purdy all day. So uh, I'll give respect to Harbaugh. He's a consistent coach. He's going to give you 8 to 12 wins a season, and that's fantastic. But the thing about Shanahan and the thing that I think is not being said as much this year is that he's grown. He's not, he's not being the game manager of a coach where they get up and then he rests on his laurels and just runs the ball. He's being dynamic this year because he has a dynamic quarterback. And Purdy is not the hottie you knew in high school. She's the person you marry. You know, you go with the person that's going to give you the realistic chance to win every single week. And I take Shanahan and Purdy on that every single day of the week. Mm. Um, Anybody else feel like Brendan in Fremont? 888-957-9570. Wow, I can't believe this. Eileen, Shanahan, and Purdy. But it's close. In my head, I'm jumping back and forth because I know how special Lamar is. Can I, I and guess, I know how good of a coach John Harbaugh is. He's been dynamic. 10 of the 16 seasons, he's coached. Double-figure wins. He's got the Super Bowl. He knows how to close. And at times, he looks a little more buttoned-up than Shanahan. Remember the game in 2019, end of the first half? I think Roasters remember this. Everybody watching that game. That was during the BS&G days. The clock management at the end of the first half by Shanahan was atrocious. He was schooled in that sense by Harbaugh. And that's something we haven't really seen come to. We saw it a couple weeks ago at the end of the first half, and a lot of people were like, that was weird. Why didn't Shanahan burn one of his three timeouts? Just preserve some clock and get a chance to score before halftime, knowing that Seattle was receiving the second half kickoff. Harbaugh, all the little details. you got to remember, Harbaugh is a former special teams coach. So, in a game like this, too, on Monday Night Football, you got to watch for that stuff from Baltimore. 
the fake punts, the fake field goals, the trickery, the gadget plays. John Harbaugh has some tricks up his sleeves. Now, I know Shanahan does too, but John Harbaugh is known for this type of stuff. He is buttoned up in terms of the little details, so you can't take that away from him. No. And I know Lamar doesn't have – look, Lamar's been in the league a lot longer. Nope. Brock Purdy has two playoff wins. Lamar's had a couple playoff wins. I don't know. This is close. It's been kind of underwhelming, though, when it comes to the playoffs for John Harbaugh lately. You know, obviously, he got off to a great start there in the playoffs. You know, he had a 9-4 and playoff record in his first five years there, mm. uh, including, you know, culminating with that Super Bowl win over the 49ers. Uh, you know, he was 54-26 those first five years. That's equivalent to a 675 winning percentage, or about 10 wins per year in that, in that area. Since then, though, Bonte... 591 winning percentage. Granted, there were some lean years in the middle of the 2010s uh, when they had to, basically when the Joe Flacco era ran out of gas. Right. And they've bounced back since then, obviously, since Lamar came along. But they're 2-5 and five in the playoffs yeah. since winning that Super Bowl. So the thing with Harbaugh is just a lot of the greatness, it kind of came early on. Yeah, it did. And I feel like when you win one really early, but then you kind of don't win one later, you kind of start to get like forgotten so, a little bit too. So it's he hasn't he hasn't really been able to finish the job the last few years, despite no, having one of the most talented rosters. That's my in the mistake. Lamar's got the one playoff win against Tennessee. They had the number one seed in 2019, lost in the divisional round to Tennessee. They lost a wild card game the year before to the Chargers and Gus Bradley uh, at home, at home. And then, of course, last year they lost a wild card game, but Lamar didn't play in that football game. He was hurt. So Lamar's got the one playoff win. He's got the tough loss in Buffalo. He's got the tough loss at home. And you're right about Harbaugh. They haven't had a lot of playoff success since 2014. Heck, since the Super Bowl, and that was back in 2012. So, I mean, they've, they've consistently been – they've basically what they've been since that Super Bowl is they're kind of like a stepping stone team in a sense in that they're the team that – the eventual, you know, AFC winner has to beat right. to to get to that point. So they're that team that, yeah, they're they're always just the team that the better teams end up stepping on to get to that next level of the playoffs. I think that's something for for John Harbaugh really to kind of get back into that spotlight that he used to have. Like he's got to be able to shake that. He's got to stop. Yeah. He's got to get his team out of stepping stone territory to a point where. Like, this is a team, the Ravens, one of the best teams in the AFC in the regular season the last four or five years. They need to translate that to the playoffs. No doubt. Cincinnati's had more success in the playoffs. Kansas City obviously has had more success in the playoffs. Buffalo's had more success in the playoffs. Like, they got to get to an AFC title. No, they do. At least. At least. Lamar's got to have have a deep playoff run to bunk bunk this narrative that he can't win in the playoffs. So, there's no doubt this is a huge Mm -hmm. postseason for Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens. By the way, injury report will be later today. We'll find out about Eric Armstead and Javon Hargrave. They're a little thin at D-tackle, the 49ers that is right now. If those two guys can't go, and that could be a problem on Monday Night Football, but we'll have an injury report later on today when the Niners hit the practice field. Not the Boxer and Gerson injury report. Not the Boxer and Gerson injury report. 49ers injury report. Let's go to Aleem in Atlanta. Aleem, what's happening? You're on the roast. Hey, what's happening, Bonte? Man, I love listening to you guys, man. Y'all are the only radio station. Y'all are the only media outlet that gives us 49ers coverage, man. I appreciate so that. For that for, we'll uh, try. I appreciate you, man. <laughs> Unlike listening to these national shows where it's basically Cowboys and LeBron. <laughs> Gets nauseating. So, I know. <laughs> yeah, man. So I would go. I would go Brock Purdy and uh, Kyle Shanahan over Lamar and Harbaugh, and I'll tell you why. I love Lamar. One of, great talent, probably one of the best talents. But the thing with but the thing with him and Harbaugh is, first off, Harbaugh is a defensive coach, so basically he's telling Lamar. 
hey, go figure it out on your own. Go make a play. So it's like a lot of backyard football Lamar has to do. Basically, Lamar got to do it by himself. With Shanahan and Purdy, Shanahan being an offensive mind knows how to manufacture offense for Purdy to get him up, you know, to build his confidence, like an easy quarterback bootleg here, a boot to the left, to the right, a short throw here, a short throw there to uh, build his confidence. And so that's helped Purdy get into that rhythm early so that in the third quarter, fourth quarter, when he needs to make that big-time throw, he's able to do so. Yeah, I, I think that's a missing piece for Brock. But it is interesting how people – I wonder where people felt – how people felt about this situation, say, six weeks ago. Because it, it does sound insane. Like last year, if we posed this question, who would you rather have, Brock or Shanahan over Lamar and Harbaugh? It would have been Harbaugh and Lamar in a heartbeat. 95% of the people in the offseason would have said that. And here, you are, here we are heading into a monster matchup on Christmas night. And, yeah, I don't think it's criminal to say, hey, we're going to take Brock and Shanahan over Harbaugh and Lamar Jackson. But you got to think that winning this football game is going to go a long way to determining the MVP award. And whoever doesn't win this football game will have a nasty taste in their mouth in case they do meet down the line in the Super Bowl. So it's going to be very fascinating to see how this plays out. Monday Night Football coming up between the Niners and the Ravens. 888-957-9570. I want to talk some Warriors on the other side, though. I want to talk about Steve Kerr and what happened the other night in Boston and where they go from here. Don't forget, Jordan Poole's coming back to town tomorrow night. Anthony Slater's going to have a great piece about him in The Athletic. Can't wait to read that, reflecting on his days with the Golden State Warriors. Going to be pretty polarizing, but J.K.'s feeling good. Steve Kerr's feeling good. Stephen Curry's feeling good. So I do want to get into the Warriors in the 8 o'clock hour, 888-957-9570. But first, let's hit the injury report. It's time for the injury report. It really hurts. Boxer and Gerson, Northern California's premier workers' compensation law firm, helping injured workers get their lives back for over 40 years. All right, during the Warriors' win over the Celtics on Tuesday, they did lose rookie Brandon Pajemski late in the first half. He got tanged up with Kata from the Celtics, big number 88 under the hoop, and went down to the floor. It was announced that he suffered a lower back strain and would not return, but Steve Kerr came on with Willard and Dibbs yesterday, and he said that Pods is doing very well and expects him to overcome the injury quickly. As for his availability tomorrow night, Pods took Twitter and told Dub Nation, see you Friday. So that's good news. It was an injury scare. He didn't return to that basketball game. But, man, good news for Brandon Pajemski, who's playing well in a starting role. To break down the defense, he's rebounding very well. He's got that push shot three. I love where Pods is at. He shocked me with the way he's played as a rookie. By the way, I think he was down to San Jose State yesterday watching the Santa Clara Broncos lose that basketball game. So Pods has to be feeling good if he's moving around in San Jose watching the Santa Clara Broncos. All right, that's the injury report brought to you by Boxer and Gerson. Northern California Premier's worker compensation law firm helping injured workers get their lives back for over 40 years. So it's coming up in a game sponsored by Freeball Bank, full-service banking, no compromises. Your phone calls at 888-957-9570. We'll get into some dubs, plus Eric Crocker in the last hour. We'll finish up the show with some 49ers talk as we get ready for this big-time matchup between the Ravens and the Niners. You want to win this game, right? We don't want to lose this and say, ah, we got the next two left. You want to keep building on the momentum, just like the Warriors want to do after that big win against the Boston Celtics. We'll get into it here on the Rust. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. 
Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 